This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 775, One and Done, Andre's Motivation for an IELTS 7.5. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band seven, eight, and nine success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. Andre only needed fours to immigrate to the UK, but he wanted more. Today, you'll learn how internal motivation and IELTS strategies helped him to get an overall 7.5 on his one and only IELTS exam. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Energy listeners, welcome to today's special episode. Um, we are going to learn how one student far, far exceeded the needed scores to immigrate to the UK. Andre, welcome to IELTS Energy. Hi, Jessica. Um, so tell us, Andre. Um, so we have spoken to a lot of students who used Three Keys IELTS to get these high, high scores they need to immigrate to Canada. But you are special. You're not going to Canada. You're going to the UK. So why are you immigrating to the UK? Yeah, that's right. So all my life, I wanted to immigrate to the United Kingdom because, I don't know, for me, it seems to say a really great country. And recently, I got an, a job offer from the United Kingdom and in order to immigrate to the United Kingdom, you need to provide a certificate that confirms that you can speak English. That's why I took an IELTS exam. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay, so here is the most surprising information I've heard in a while. Okay, so just as like a comparison, guys, listeners out there, if you want to immigrate to Canada, you need an 8777. These scores are well known by people by now. But if you're going to the UK and you already have a job offer, because that's the toughest part in this situation, then what IELTS scores do you need, Andre? You need to get at least four in every section and that's that enough crazy. Yeah. that's so crazy guys a four is like you could barely speak english honestly like a four is so low um so andre now this is my question for you if you only needed a four why did you decide to prepare with three keys ielts yeah so it mo it was my first attempt to take an IELTS exam and I wanted to estimate what is my level of English. You know, I think like an IELTS is a good test for checking your English. 
So I decided yeah. to get the maximum score that I could achieve. That's why <laughs> I started preparation uh, two months before the real test. And I check, okay. I checked a lot of different resources and it seems this course is the best that is available now. I agree. I completely agree, Andre. Yeah. <laughs> um, just as a side note, real fast, guys. We have heard how amazing Three Keys IELTS is from so many students. So I just want to remind you guys that we are increasing our prices for the first time on October 14th. So make the decision now to get into the system. Um, okay, Andre. So what... I like this a lot because you chose to do this more for internal motivation than anything else. Like more to just like go through a process of improving your English to prove to yourself that you have achieved something. So this is like, this is more of an internal motivation than an external motivation, which is very strong. <laughs> and guys, I think no matter what your reason is for taking IELTS, you do have to have that internal motivation if you're going to dedicate time to this because it does take a lot of time. So you said you started preparing for two months. Does that mean you did the 60-day study plan in Three Keys IELTS? Yeah, that's right. But actually, it was slightly more than two months. I think it was like 70 days before, I mean, when I bought this course and when I went to the test examination center. <laughs> Got it. Okay, perfect. Now, let's get to your score. So again, context, guys, for how amazing this is. Yeah. Okay, context point one, he only needed fours. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the first point. Context point two, he had never taken the test before, right? Yeah. So this is your very first attempt. All right, Andre, I've set it up for you. Yeah. Now, what were your scores? So, so I got nine for reading, seven points for listening, seven for speaking, and 6.5 for writing. Okay, that's so amazing. What is that overall? 7.5. This is uh, incredible. This is yeah. amazing. Um, did you post these scores in our Facebook group? Um, yeah, I, po yeah. I posted it. Yeah. Now, did you get a lot out of our Facebook group before posting these scores? Um, actually, yes. I mean, I think it was really good for my motivation because I checked this group every day and there awesome. were a lot of different questions and some questions were, were relevant for, for me. I mean, I also tried to answer some question if I knew the answer. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember you participating very actively in the group. I love it. Yeah. And like, so if we're talking about motivation, right, this is key. Having this community is so worthwhile. And I've actually talked to students who like don't post a lot, but they do still check it every day because Students are posting questions all the time, guys. I am in that Facebook group every day answering questions. So there is so much information here. Yeah, and that, that is knock it. Yeah. yeah, that is why I decided to share my scores because I would say that's like the biggest part for motivation. I mean, when I joined this group, I saw yeah. that a lot of people got high scores, 
And it is interesting that uh, like the first task for this course is to write like your goal, like to what is yeah. your uh, what, what yes. is your score that you want to achieve and I wrote 7.5 <laughs> and eventually oh I gosh. achieved yeah, this score. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, guys, once you get into Three Keys IELTS, this is the first step and this is one of the hugest advantages of the course is like we designed the study plan and these requirements from a very psychological perspective. Once you make a promise public like that, you are accountable, not just to yourself, but to the community. And again, like that is such a big part of motivation, that accountability. So stating the scores you want from the beginning of your IELTS preparation, guys, that's another way to drive you to keep working hard towards those scores. I love that you said you wanted a 7.5 and you got it. Like you manifested this. Yeah. score. That's so awesome. So let's get into some tips for these high scores that maybe will help our listeners out there. Let's start with the most amazing reading nine. Oh my gosh. Andre, did you expect to get a nine on reading? To be honest, yes, because oh, <laughs> I mean, for, I <laughs> for my practice, basically I used two main resources. The first is this course, and the second resource was uh, Cambridge IELTS books. I mean, it's like the books yes. with authentic IELTS tests. And when I started practicing, my reading scores were around 7 or 7.5. Oh, interesting. Okay. But after I finished several books, usually I got scores around 8 or 8.5, or even sometimes 9. So it was yeah. like, okay for me. <laughs> yeah, I would say. I would say so. It's more than okay. Yeah. That's fantastic. No, guys, but this is this is really important to remember as far as reading goes. Like, the, those are the two things that you need to improve your score. One, you need the strategies. Like, there's no way around that. If you're going to get a 9 on reading, you have to know all the little tricks that IELTS throws at you. And this the different strategies that are specific to each question type. Like finding the answer, getting the answer correct for matching headings is different than finding information in paragraphs. And I think a lot of students think, oh, like this is a statement matched to a paragraph. They think it's the same. And it's not. Just like yes, no, not given. You're going to find those answers in a different way than you are compared to other questions. So you do have to know all of these details, but then that's just half of it. Like Andre said, you have to apply this to test practice a lot. Like how many practice tests would you say you went through? I think I have uh, gone through 15, all, oh, 15 tests. Awesome. Okay. That's awesome. Now let's talk about this 60 days of preparation. If you think back to the time you dedicated in this study plan, what were the thing, what are the things that stand out? Like what are some resources you think really helped you? Yeah, I think for reading there were, there were a lot of good resources in terms of newspapers and magazines. To be honest, I had not read before a lot of American magazines or newspapers, sure. <laughs> but it was really cool that in study plan, there were 
a lot of advices and a lot of resources for every day. And usually it is like a new resource and I think it really improves one's language. I mean, in terms, if you try to find some new resources, usually you spend a lot of time for finding it. For example, I like listening podcasts, but when I want to find a new podcast, usually I spend, I don't know, one hour <laughs> on oh my God, finding this information. So yeah, and usually it is kind of boring and after it I feel tired. And if it's <laughs> not interesting podca- podcast, I feel frustrated. But Totally, because then it's, it's like you wasted all that time. Yeah, but it's totally. not like the same in study plan. Of course, there were some resources that I was kind of disappointed, but to be honest, I oh, no. usually like spend time on several resources. I mean, usually there are some tasks for one day, but if but sometimes I, for example, listen to the podcast or yeah. newspapers from the previous day. Yeah, exactly. So this is a good point, guys, about the flexibility that you need in a study plan. First of all, you need a study plan, hands down, because <laughs> or else, like Andre said, like, you know, you have to be reading, you know, you have to be listening, but to what? Like, how do you sort out the millions of possibilities of what to read and listen to? So that's the first thing, guys, like have that set before you start your preparation, because you do need to dedicate a lot of time and you don't want to waste any of that precious time to like just finding stuff, right? Because like, a lot of our listeners, guys, you you have jobs, you have families. Like, how much time realistically do you want to spend preparing for IELTS? So don't waste any of it. Um, and then secondly, flexibility is the other key. So we suggest like a specific podcast on one day. That doesn't mean you can only listen to it on that day, right? Like if you enjoy this podcast or this newspaper, then you're going to continue with that right? Like you're going to use that on other days as well. So, okay. I love it. Can you suggest any podcasts that you discovered? Um, Basically, I really like NPR podcast. I mean, it's basically there are a lot of different podcasts there. Yes, there are tons. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think like if you are at the beginning of this preparation stage and you really don't know what podcast to listen to, like don't search on Stitcher or iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just go to the NPR website and look at their list of podcasts because they're all quality. Okay, awesome. Now let's get into these other categories. So we talked about reading. Let's talk about speaking. Andre, was this a challenging part of the test for you? I would say yes, because, I mean, for speaking, I think a lot of non-native speakers are not confident in their speaking abilities. But sure. when I start started practicing, it seemed that for me the second part was the most challenging, because in this part you have to speak around two minutes, and yeah. it's kind of scary. <laughs> in this case, it it's is. not like a discussion, it's like your monologue. So, yeah. Yeah. 
It yeah. doesn't, it's not natural. Like it doesn't yeah. feel natural in yeah. any way. I mean, like guys, you've heard other natives on the show before if we've had various guests. And even when Lindsay and I like first started making the podcast, going for that whole two minutes was not easy. It's not natural, guys. Like you do have to prepare for that. So Andre, how did you improve your confidence in speaking part two? Yes. So I used the internet. I mean, I tried to find like real speaking tests from previous years. And for every te test, I use my smartphone. I used timer and tried to speak at least two minutes <laughs> for the yeah. first attempts. It was really difficult because I tried to answer like the question from the cue card directly. And usually yeah. it took I don't know, 30 seconds or 40 seconds. And after that, exactly. I, I didn't know what to add. But then yeah. with practicing, it, it was getting easier and easier. I mean, in this case, one advice, I mean, firstly, you can use this timer and check your time. But yeah. I don't know, after 20 attempts, you can start, you can try to speak and don't look at the timer and try to nice. say what you want to say and then check your time. In this case, you can estimate, like to get estimation, how, yeah. you, how long your speech is. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. There's so many good, good pieces of advice in there. So I love this idea of like, 20 questions. Like the first the first 20 times you practice part two, you're going to have to stare at the timer because <laughs> you don't know what two minutes feels like. Like that's really the point of any of the timed parts, the, the reading and the writing and the speaking. You just have to get used to what that amount of time feels like so you don't focus on that or worry about it on exam day. But especially in part two. You don't want it to feel like you're just you're just filling time, right? It can't feel like that. It can't come across like that. If you're going to be fluent, then it, it can't seem difficult. <laughs> so if you're worrying about the time, it's going to seem difficult. And then also the bullet points, guys. You've heard us talk about this on the show before. Guys, you do not have to even look at those bullet points, those three little questions that are on the cue card. You don't have to worry about those because if you do, if you only focus focus on those. Like Andre said, you're going to fill like 30 seconds or 40 seconds. It's not enough for two minutes. So best advice there. Don't even worry about them. Work on developing your ability to fluently talk for two minutes. Okay. I love it. Um, Andre, do you have any other last tips or tricks for candidates out there that are going to take their exam soon? Mm. I can say from my experience that I, when I took this IELTS exam, there were no headphones for listening part. And it was a surprise for me because when I practiced listening part, usually I used headphones and the sound quality yeah. was perfect. But in right. real exam, in the room, there were more than 100 people and there oh were gosh. like one, one speaker and <laughs> the sound quality wasn't yeah. perfect. I mean, it it was like of mediocre. Course. So yeah, but I yeah, think it, it, for sure. Yeah. yeah, guys, if you're taking the paper based version, there will probably not be headphones. Some like more advanced test centers have headphones for the paper based version, but most do not. So that is 
so important, guys. You have to practice the listening exam just like it's going to be on exam day, yeah. which find out if you have headphones or not because you have to practice like that. Yeah, there it's such a huge difference. And I think that's a really big advantage of the computer version is that, you know, for sure you'll have headphones and you can adjust the volume, which is really helpful. Okay, Andre, congratulations. Like you far exceeded what you needed on IELTS um, and good luck in the UK. You have like achieved this huge dream. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Jessica. Thanks. Awesome. Have a good day, Andre. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.